0: Welcome to the epicenter of sports and entertainment. This, this is the Root Dog Show. Now, here's your host, Rudy Reyes. Rudy, 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 Rudy. Today's Canada.com. Hey. Eh? If you're into that kind of thing, but today's california.com, this is the Rude Dog show and I am Rudy Reyes, I'm your host this evening. And if you heard the intro or maybe not, I'll have to dub it in and put this in the podcast. Make sure you tune in. I'm live on Facebook, live on YouTube, live anywhere you can possibly find video. So let's hope that's the case. Thanks for joining me. Buckle in, sit down, like it, love it, share it because I like that kind of thing. Anybody who knows me knows my show. And knows that I give takes very objectively. I enjoy what I do immensely. And if you haven't figured that out, you probably would have answered that question about seven years ago or more, depending on when you decided to tune in. In the beginning or just tuning in right now. I'm Rudy Reyes. I'm on Coachella Valley. I am here to stay. So thank you everybody for tuning in. Love your comments. If you have any, feel free to plug them in. I want to talk about today's NBA free agency buzz, if you will. If you get too close to the bee, guess what? It'll sting you. This won't hurt a little bit. Actually, it's not going to hurt at all. I think more importantly, we have to keep this in serious context. We know Kyrie Irving only played, I would say, a handful of games. And I'm probably not giving this any type of merit whatsoever. Played 25 games during the regular season. But it's not the amount of games that a guy like Kyrie Irving has played. No. Let's take a step back here. If we look at the type of demands that other people have actually asked for, I think it's more about where Kevin Durant has asked trades from and not where Kyrie Irving is going to. We know he's going to play out and opted in for his last year with the Brooklyn Nets. Kevin Durant obviously had spent a lot of time or maybe not so much time at all deciding whether or not he's going to be that guy to... Segue out of being in Brooklyn. Now, there's not a lot in Brooklyn. You could probably make the argument and state that Ben Simmons is going to be healthy. I'm not a firm believer in that, nor am I a believer in Ben Simmons. He's soft like butter. I've said it before, and it's like a hot knife. And if you have one, that's Ben Simmons, just like that. So, as if Kyrie's leaving the Nets with a monumental chore ahead of him when it comes to the collective effort, trying to get him to play more than 25 games due to a choice, whether he gets vaccinated or not, whether he decides to play or not, is really, has been a negative catalyst and been sidelined by his own choices. And it's kind of like society, right? If we don't like something, we're going to try to opt out of whatever that is and get it as something better, something in the clear, something cleaner, something better for us personally, professionally, or whatever you want to justify that in. And that's great. But on this show, we talk about sports, but it's relative, extremely relative. The playtime went to one person in Kevin Durant who is the majority shareholder in regards to the playtime opposite of Kyrie Irving, only because Kevin Durant decided to do what? Get vaccinated. Did I hear anything about him getting vaccinated? No, but he didn't get COVID either. So you are the company you keep. And if for some reason Kevin Durant did not get vaccinated, he's been very safe. Doing great, Christian. Thank you for tuning in. Certainly appreciate it. Um, I have never been to Canada. Maybe one day. I'll go. I maybe have one person I'd like to go see there, but that's about it. And he's out in the middle of very absolutely nowhere. Thank you, Maria, for tuning in. Certainly appreciate it. Thank you. Christian, I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate it. When I look at the same type of guy Kevin Durant was back when he played with the Golden State Warriors, winning two chips, winning two rings, I think to myself, this isn't a guy that you look at and think, man, he's going to be this maniacal social media hound who's not going to like reporters and vice versa. There are a lot of reporters out there uh, throughout his NBA career that didn't really care about his takes or how he had treated some as it's been reported. And when I look at his ability to win something somewhere else, it's been up and down. I don't know that Kevin Durant's window is still open. I think it's more like airtight shut. And the situation that he finds himself in is a very precarious one since he waited three hours before the trade deadline actually started to say, you know what? Should I go or should I stay? The clash probably said it best. And more importantly, when you look at Kevin Durant, I thought to myself, you know, he's going to take an an easy path. He had one and went to Golden State Warriors. But what is his take? Is it more of a take than it is to give? That I don't know. The last game that he played, he had he was fumbling the ball. Balls went off his feet. He mishandled it. Turnover, turnover, turnover. There was a lot of things I didn't like watching that last game with Kevin Durant in there. But I believe it was about the decision-making process that the front office has either made or not made. No, look, I, I appreciate your, your stance on Kevin Durant. I'm not stating he's not a great player. Not at all. Everybody hopes he stays with the Brooklyn Nets because it helps make them viable. It helps make them contenders. Thank you for your question, Juan. Certainly appreciate it. Golden is good when you listen to the Rude Dog Show, so that's always great. Thank you, Maria, for that question. When I look at Durant's flexibility in regards to where he wants to go, this isn't your mother's, daughter's, uncle's, great-uncle, whoever that is, NBA's team. Nor is it the franchise in the NBA. And when I say that, I mean that when you look at the NBA as a whole, this isn't what it used to be. Players did not have the type of control, didn't have the type of lockup when it comes to where they're going to go. They're going to have all this kind of money. They're going to stay in one place. They're going to honor the contract. And that's exactly what they're going to do. He could stay with the Nets, want, and I thank you for your for your input. He's, he has actually four years left on his contract. But by the time this season done, you're right. He has three. The problem that I have with, with Kevin Durant is, is, is one thing only. His timing in regards to where he's going to go. Where is he going to stay? I think born poorly, when, when you look at a path towards another ship, Outside of being with Brooklyn, I think it has a lot to do with not only his decision-making processes, but he wants to take the easy road. I honestly think he should stay in Brooklyn, to be quite frank. And if he's not going to stay in Brooklyn, where does he go? Arizona had a locked-up seed last year in the West with Phoenix? Or he can go to the East with the Miami Heat. That would be a great spot for him as well. Finished. One overall this past season. But I don't know that his pinnacle of of success is still consistent. Meaning that when I look at his path towards getting another ring, becoming LeBron-esque, there was reports that he was casting shade at the Gold State Warriors, which I don't believe is the case at all. Maybe in his own mind he was casting shade. But more importantly, I look at his ability to be that guy. I don't mean James Harden. James Harden pretty, is pretty well in, in hand. We know what we're going to get from James Harden. We know the numbers. We know who he is. We know where he's going, and we know he's got a lot of tread on the tires. Whether or not that interprets him to, and I'm referring to James Harden, finds another spot where the, another team not named the 76ers is going to actually put him in position to win. I, look, I look. I'm all for the money. The money's not the problem. The problem is the player. And some players. Not all players, some players. I know you wanted to say something. Ayla, Denise, if I said that right, I hope I did. If not, I'm sorry. But I look at this and think to myself, is there any way Kevin Durant's going to get back to winning another title without the likes of taking the easy route, depending on who he decides to go with? If there was a trade conversation, Devin Booker's off the table for Phoenix. That's a fact. And in Arizona, with Phoenix Suns, DeAndre Ayton, nope. Brooklyn doesn't want him. So Aydin's staying. Some changes in Utah, granted. But this is, this is a key element. This is a key time. And then, more importantly, when you hear the types of rants going on by fans and what they're stating, what they're saying, what they're throwing out there, Seems to, seems to stick. There's some resonance there. When you see the types of things and you hear about the, the words that are used on the court for all these different players and how they're being harassed, I think it's safe to say that this stuff's bad on the floor, but it could be even worse on social media. And I can almost guarantee that that's the case. People have received death threats on, from social media on tv in their inbox whatever the case might be now i'm doing well brahim adi thank you so much for tuning in certainly appreciate it this is rudy reyes on the rude dog show this is coachella valley uh today's california and today's canada eh well the trade market is kind of small it's getting smaller But right now, there's still tons of free agency rooms. I mean, you have the Spurs making Every team is making moves. There's one team that has yet to make a move. And of course, you probably know exactly who that is. Thank you, Maria, for your input. Certainly appreciate it. And oh, well, there you go. Celtics. They've made some minor changes. Nothing major. At least not yet. We're still in free agency period, so there's still time. Lakers haven't done anything. Whether or not they can remains to be seen. I'm not in Canada, just so everybody (laughs) knows. Just everybody knows I'm not in Canada. But I appreciate it. I'm sure it's a beautiful place. Like I said, maybe one day I'll be there. But right now, I'm in California. That's why I'm on today's california.com. If you have any sports questions, please feel free to reach out, talk to me, drop it in, and I'll certainly be able to address that and have some more conversations about it. When we look at Kyrie's decision to follow... Kevin Durant, or vice versa. We don't know, right? The follower of the leader in regards to who went to the Nets first. I think it was probably more about Durant going first while Kyrie Irving slowly followed thereafter. I understand that there's loyalty in the NBA, but there's no loyalty to contracts. There's more loyalty from player to player. But that's today's NBA, not back then, 10 years ago, 15 years ago. Completely different, night and day. It depends, it depends on the teams that actually grab him. Thank you, Maria, for that. I appreciate it. It really depends on the teams that acquire him. Are these guys internal ob- obliterators in the locker room? We don't know. I'd like to think that Kyrie Irving not that guy, but when you look at his social media, there's a lot to be desired there, I can assure you. Well, you've seen a story play out before when a player contends he'll play better on another team with said teammate. We know what happened when LeBron James brought in J.R. Smith. Well, what happened with J.R. Smith? Throws the ball to an invisible person. And it's not really there. Thank you, Becky, for the... I guess there could be a question there. But if you do, please do. Ask away. J.R. Smith threw a ball out of bounds. And I mentioned this on the show prior, that the signing trade Lakers had with Kyrie Irving, it it was really misguided, to be quite honest with you. And, and, and I say that because when you're looking at a guy like Kyrie Irving, he has baggage. That baggage probably accumulatively just so much more than what Southwest Airlines brings to every terminal they fly into. Throwing that out there. Irving will have earned his $37 million by opting in. Kevin Durant trading out. Who's going to get him? Who's going to pick him up? Well, don't forget, he's done this before. did it with the Warriors. I don't want to be here, so I want to go. Well, go ahead. Handle it. If there's another team in the NBA that will give you what you want, and you want to take an easy path to get to an NBA title, and they're going to do it, by all means, take your money and run. Play your ball. Do you. And go get the bag. But I think more importantly when you look at the sticking point to me, because you have plenty of time for Kevin Durant, who made his inquiry, again, as I stated earlier in the show, three hours to the trade deadline. There's a lot of buzz around that. Now, it's different if a team does that. That could be a violation. But what about a player? Does that player have the capability of doing that as well? Or would that be a breach in addition to that? That's a great question, and I don't have an answer to that. Adam Silver might, but I don't. Durant has four more years of his current contract, which essentially means nothing unless the team's going to put their name in the hat to acquire him. There, again, there's been some conversation in regards to what team, who, when, how, and, and maybe the bigger question that only Kevin Durant knows is why. Why does he need to find another place? Why does he need to go somewhere? Why does he need to be in any other uniform and to not honor the contract that he originally signed with the Nets? It's beyond me. I don't know. Marx is, is, in, is a, unfortunately in a very similar situation when he acquired the job with the Nets to begin with. The picks he has available to him are swap picks, which needs to be young, up-and-coming talent, guys who can blend into the locker room with, with the greatest of ease without a guy being on the flying trapeze, but create a culture with the current regime. Have all these kids with the capabilities and the ability, right? The best abilities, availability, and the availability is to be there to create a better culture. Kevin Arack can certainly benefit from that if he chooses to stay. Kyrie Irving, he's got the Nets in a rearview mirror in a one-year situation. We must remember that players run this league from the standpoint where contracts no longer carry the same merit. And it, it almost adds like another mystique, another layer. It, well, looks as always, spending the next three years with these guys, that seems like a mentality that either you're in or you're out, especially to these NBA. No, players should, should not have issues getting what they want, but are they going about it the right way? That's the question. That is the question. But is there a wrong way or a right way? The way the league's ran right now? I don't know. Again, that's an Adam Silver question. I can't answer that. And I'm not going to even try. I could speculate all day long. I can tell you what they could do, what they should do, what they would do, but not what they're going to do. I have to see that where they're currently going to play, you have to look at a lot of players in order to have that that type of conversation. And, and and some of them have done the very same thing. This isn't the first we've heard of this, if anybody knows. This isn't the first. This is not an anomaly. This is not a one-of-a-kind. Other players have done the very same thing consistently. And even players with good stats also finds a way to get what he wants. Contract restructure. They can probably wait till that point and then have that conversation then. This is Rudy Reyes on the Root Dog Show live on today's California as well as today's Canada. Live on YouTube, live here, live on Facebook. Check it out. Throw me a follow at Root Dog Reyes on Twitter. Go to my Facebook page. Follow me on Twitter. Love interacting with sports, talking sports, dealing with sports, anything having to do with sports. That is what I do. When you look at the long term effects and ramifications, What are those? Just throw them to the wind. Who really cares anymore? It's of no consequence. Today's landscape, very different than 10 or 15 years ago. But let's remember one thing. Stats certainly do help any player in any league, whether you're an individual player playing an individual sport like Wimbledon. For those that do watch tennis, and I happened to watch a lot of tennis yesterday, which was kind of mind-blowing. to see how how rough it is. I don't mean rough because they're playing on clay. They weren't. They were playing on grass. But in a collective sport, a guy like Kevin Durant averaged 29.9 points per game, 7.4 rebounds, and 6.4 assists. Not bad when you're the sole player with sole possession of the ball, despite the turnovers. I think turnovers should be a stat too. A matter of fact, I'm pretty sure they are. The bottom line is that Durant's window to win another championship is is closed, or at least closing. And closing on himself. And you probably wonder why Durant hasn't won anything since he left the Golden State Warriors. It's not the right chemistry. Ask Stephen Curry. Ask LeBron James. Ask Bill Russell. Ask Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Magic Johnson. Larry Bird. Ask these Hall of Fame players what it takes. If you're a younger player, I certainly advise you to do that. Why? Because you're not losing on anything. You're actually benefiting from it. And you're benefiting from the knowledge that they have to give you. Were all these guys great coaches? No. No. Larry Bird was not a great coach in Indiana. None of the other guys were even thinking about being coaches. Just because you're a great player doesn't mean you're a great coach. Ask Michael Jordan. He'll tell you the same thing. But there is no win-all scenario when you take the easy route. If you don't understand what being patient is in the NBA, then go play racquetball and see how that works out. Will Sanso, thank you, sir. Appreciate you tuning in. This is Rudy Reyes on the Rude Dog Show on today's California, as well as today's Canada. Like it, love it, share it. Because I like that kind of thing. That's just my thing. It's it's my gig. I think I like the fact that Kevin Durant has done more vocality on social media. He's gotten involved in Twitter. We see guys like Tom Brady do it. uh, Other people who had had essentially stayed away from social media because they don't want to give their opinions. Look, every former professional athlete has an opinion. And they also have stories. They could use their story and say, well, this is what happened to me, and this is relatable to what you're going through. We can learn from that. Athletes can learn from that. Other former athletes can learn from that. I think more importantly, he felt a need to confront a lot of his critics, not to mention maybe even feel about giving his peace of mind and having a peace of mind. You can give your peace of mind, but you also need to have a peace of mind. Do you feel as so though he needed to defend himself? Quite possibly. Especially on social media, someone would beg to differ. I can give you an example, a good one. Russell Wilson did the same thing for probably very similar reasons. I can't speak to that effect for a fact, but when someone has to go on social media to defend his actions and created the account for that very reason... Something's something's amiss. Don't know what it is, but something's amiss. I can guarantee it. When it comes to winning both players, something in common, basically a chip on their shoulder. When it comes to who wants it more, who wants to win more, Wilson was left out more often than not by the Seahawks organization, who failed to acquire the talent needed to protect him. Instead of bringing back the boom, he's the one that got laid out, feeling the boom from defensive linemen, pass rushers, edge rushers. And you've seen the boo days, not boom, the boo days, when the 12th man were uh, very upset in Seattle. Wilson would just be served and have a dish served cold. As right now, he marks being the guy under center for the Denver Broncos for the unforeseeable future, which is great for him. I like where he's going with it, to be honest with you. I like the fact alone that Russell Wilson, not that he needed to defend himself, because he doesn't. He doesn't need to to do anything. He's wanted shit. He doesn't need to defend himself for anybody under any reason, under any circumstance whatsoever, because of who he is. Now, Kevin Durant, by contrast, surrounded by solid talents is entering the league, but this is not an individual sport to be played in the NBA. This is a group sport just like in the NFL. This is a group sport. You'd be the best quarterback to have a horrible defense, and you have nothing. You have nothing. You're going to have to make a shootout in 27 to 32 points every single game, year in and year out. Ask Russell Wilson. He knows all about that. The aforementioned Russell Wilson. But when you surround yourself by talent, you think to yourself, is it going to work? Am I here? What am I going to do while I'm here? This is a group sport in the NFL and the NBA where players by design are there to help each other win, to reach a climax that you can probably not ever get to, a plateau, if you will. I think more importantly, when you look at the culture, organizational dynamics, Whichever one has more challenges than the other, because I guarantee that that's the case. There are enough players to know that. Not to mention Durant's capabilities on the floor, which by far exceed his fallacies on the floor. The types of balls that don't bounce his way, turnovers, minutiae. Things that you may not see on a stat sheet. But if you do, what outweighs the bad? The good? Current actions? or past, we don't know. We do know that this is a now win scenario for any player trying to find his way to another team. Which is, there's nothing wrong with that. I actually like that. I like the concept, I dig it. I know where they're going. But those challenges and dynamics are met on the floor, on the field, regardless of where that is. We don't know what goes on behind closed doors when you're talking about Kevin Durant and the, maybe the failure within the locker room. We don't know. I'd like to think that when you look at Kevin Durant and the types of personality, attitude, and demeanor that he brings to an NBA locker room is that of a championship. Swagger, mentality, work ethic. But I don't know if that's the case. The only person that knows that is him. All I know is that when you cry wolf and you want out of your four-year contract, that certainly doesn't speak highly for you, or does it? Does it say your type of you're you're done with the type of tomfoolery, the nonsense? Probably. Is there within the Brooklyn Nets organization? I don't know. I'm not suggesting that KD is a locker room obliterator because I can't confirm or deny that. But I do know that. An implosion for the upcoming season may be on the Nets' shoulders more than they know. And it could be an ugly one. And and, and how ugly, you ask? depends on who will be able to fill his shoes if Kevin Durant finds himself out of Brooklyn. That remains to be seen. You look at guys like Kyrie Irving, not so much. Kyrie continues to hurt his own stock, and it doesn't appear that he's any type of NBA ambassador whatsoever. And when you look at his social media, you tell me. You be the judge. You be the judge. You tell me exactly what that looks like and what his Twitter feed represents. Well, it's not ambassador-like qualities, I can assure you that. And if he finds himself outside of the NBA within the last, uh, let's say, three to four years, so be it. I'm not going to shake a stick at it. I'm not going to bat an eyelash, and I'm definitely not going to lose any sleep. I believe that wherever Kyrie goes, he brings the issues with him. The issues aren't there. He brings them with him. And I think to myself, is this a team mindset? Or is he a negative individual? Is there a meltdown that occurs by any team that actually takes a chance on Kyrie Irving? That I don't know. Only only time will tell. But I will say this. When I, look at, uh, when I look at the Nets, they are now become irrelevant. And don't get me started on the NCAA and the Pac-12 move between UCLA and USC. That's going to last for another 30 minutes. But I'll say, I'll say this. Pac-12 is done. It's for all intents and purposes, as far as I can see. And when it comes to acquiring two different colleges, you have two different colleges that have the ability to join the NCAA. And at San Diego State, and boise state and that's that because the big 10 keeps expanding their horizons whether or not kyrie irving himself finds himself expanding his horizons by possibly getting vaccinated and playing more games than 25 to either help or hurt his team remains to be seen but with that i'm rudy reyes here on the Rudolph show today's california like this video, share this video, comment on it. I love the comments. I appreciate those that did comment. I have a lot of other endeavors going on. Starting August, I don't, I don't have the dates quite yet, only because we're building out the schedule. But in the beginning of August, be on Sports Kings, KDWN, which is iHeart Station, me and... A few other fantastic guys and guests, whoever decides to show up, whether it's Snoop Dogg or top ranked boxer or maybe a former NFLer shows up. We're going to be live recording from Virgin Hotels, Las Vegas. With that, I'm Rudy Reyes on The Root Dog Show. Today's California, today's Canada. And of course, this will be posted on the com. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Have a great evening.